Yeah, baby. That's right. It is Thursday. It is nine. So it's UK Cowboys time. How are we doing, you three Scottish people? Freezing my ass off. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, it's not it's not it's not warm today at all up here in Stone, yeah. and I'm and I'm gonna rub it in. I don't give a fine feck what you guys you can be mad at me all you want, but I'm glad I'm gonna be in a warmer climate by Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, the UK Cowboys get to America finally. Finally. But not finally, yeah. but finally in a while. Yeah. Retire. The, re- the, return, the, the return, the return. The long will we... Oh, I can't even talk, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> He's that excited? Yeah, he... He's, He's already excited. drunk. <laughs> I wish, I wish, man, I wish. Yeah. Well, you know I'll be phoning you over there, and I've got all my spies out like last time, ready uh, to give me all yeah, the gossip. Yeah. Let, let me just enjoy my holiday in peace, please, thank you. <laughs> Hey, I'm allowed to have my spies watching, knowing I, I like to get all the gas before it gets over here. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like it just to spin you out. Oh, yep, that was so full so, of practice today. Yes. He was quite correct, quite correct. Um, but yeah, it is the pregame show, guys. It's season three, episode 18, 148 in total. Wow, 148. We have no life, um, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that we have no life. We have dedication. That's what it is. We'll go with dedication, yeah. um, but it's the pregame show, guys, for this weekend's game against the Broncos. We'll get into the news and updates, but I'll get your opinion first and everyone at home. So uh, tell us what you think about this weekend's game, guys. Get involved. Give us your quotes, your comments, and we'll get uh, some things for you to get involved with later on in the fantasy segment. But let's ask you guys, uh, you three Scottish folk, uh, how do you feel about this weekend's game? Very confident. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I, I think, uh, <clears throat> what's been happening with the whole trade deadline and stuff like that, yes. it's actually worked to our advantage. There's mm-hmm. uh, no more Von Miller, which is always nope. going to be a bonus. Yes. Uh, and, and I know you're, well, well you're going to cover up all the news and updates as Ooh. well. But, uh, but in terms of the, the Broncos, like what you mentioned before we even started the show, Noah Fonts out. Bradley Chubb, I think you said he's not going to make the game. Yeah, no, he won't be so, playing. I mean, this is a dream scenario to be in, and and, and this is something that uh, I just found out not a long ago, and I've, I've said it before the show, it's like, this is going to be, like, we've not beaten the Broncos since 1995. Correct. And, yeah, and, and Lauren, you... What was it you said that as well? Yeah, the, the, the history is good. The last time we beat the Broncos was 1995, as you say. That year, the Atlanta Braves won the World Series. Um, the Milwaukee Brewers won the NBA. Correct. And, of course, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. <laughs> and the stars what? That's be, are aligned. That's going to be a nice little segue into what I'm going to say first off the bat. I've seen loads, don't know about you guys, but I've seen loads of coverage of the Cowboys and the S-word, and Cowboys fans getting pumped up towards looking at the Super Bowl in debut. And do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to endorse every single bit of it because <laughs> there, will be, there will be sooner sooner or later, sooner or later, every team hits a trough. 
right now we are ascending towards a peak right now. You have to enjoy the, the, the peaks because there will be a trough sooner or later. Just yeah. because your team isn't looking at the Super Bowl doesn't mean that we can't look at the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. think how, when was the last time we were there? I mean, of course we're allowed to enjoy it. It's been so long. Exactly. And here's the yeah. thing, like, uh, like when you're talking about, like, a, a special Cowboys Nation, where you keep mentioning the word Super Bowl and stuff like that, like, yeah, I mean, every team does it. Let's be honest. Every team does say it. When they feel as though they're doing well, they're going to say it. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a wee bone to pick with Sean Merriman, for example. Oh, yeah. Right I saw that um, as well, Paul. Yeah. Uh, honestly, yeah. I, I, when... Sean Merriman can go and jump off a cliff for IKEA for his comments. <laughs> like, basically, he's trying to use something. He's trying to um, divert the question at him because he was the guy who was on, don't know what news network it was, came out and said, it's like, if Dak is getting paid $30 million a season, then it's going to be the worst mistake in NFL history. That was quote, quote for quote. Right, and but yet he tweets out saying, Oh, you Cowboys fans, you're always talking about Super Bowl, but look where it gets you. It's like, no, listen, like <laughs> the majority of us don't actually talk about it. It's you, the media has put those words in our mouths, to be honest with you. But hey, we're enjoying the ride so far. Every fan does tend to have to say, Oh, it, it could, this could be our year, it could well and truly be, but we're not going to be go jumping ups and downs and downs when we're still six and one right now. No chance. When we once we make to the actual Super Bowl itself, then we can start saying that. But you, Sean Merriman, go the hell up. <laughs> that was quite political. I like that. I mean, see when you th- see when you think about it, it was only twenty fifteen. We were four and twelve. Yep. So yeah. we've we've had our trough. We're just enjoying the peak right now. So everybody can get off our backs. And there's no harm in in having belief. I mean, like the the thing the the thing I I I always so like there's no harm in going. Oh, this is a team that can make it to the Super Bowl. It's when it goes too far, and they're like, I can see us winning the Super Bowl. It's like, well, it's just okay. All right, I like it, but just uh, just have belief. Yeah, shave it back a little. I'm definitely going back towards what our good friend Brad Sham was talking about. Take every game at a time. Yeah, and that's the way I'm kind of approaching it now because I don't want to get ahead of myself. But when enjoy got, the ride, exactly. But when you've got absolute idiots like one Sean Merriman, two Stephen A. Smith, who's actually oh, yeah. put us number one of his A list right now. The reason why he's doing that is because he's start, he's trying to troll the Cowboys fans yep. right now. And yep. It's like, yeah. mate, it's not going to work. You're being yeah. an absolute buffoon. You always will be a buffoon. Shut the hell up. <laughs> you got to know though that people like that and like Stephen A. Smith. You got to know oh, that mate, 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 it's, it's, your... it's a character. You got to know that that's not really him. He doesn't believe what he's oh, saying. Right. He's playing. That's... He's playing a character. Is what he's doing. I, I don't care. But put me on stage with Stephen A. Smith. I set a bit him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, but I, you be that. That's playing just, into his game. It may be just me, but I prefer actual sports like. Sensible talk, yeah, yeah, yeah. like actual sports yeah. people on sports programs as opposed to actors. Absolutely, I totally agree. You know, it just it... that's what he's doing. Is he's acting? It is. It is an act. Is what you've got to understand. And he's going to do it because simply that's what gets him the. That's what gives him the greens. 
Yep. Of course it does. I mean, none of us, none of us are saying you know number six is on the way. We realise we've got the Cardinals, Rams, Packers. Yep. They're all NFC. So none mm-hmm. of us are basically, you know, polishing the the cabinet for number six. We're just enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, we're not. We're not enjoying the ride it too seriously. Yeah. 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 Enjoy the ride, man. Um. But you know. <laughs> We'll get into it. We'll get into it all before we get into it with um, ESPN and CBS employees and <laughs> all the rest of it. Uh, we have been there before, uh, uh, getting into it with people, and it does get heated, <laughs> should we say, in those arguments. But there we go. There we go. Um, should we kick things off then, as we usually do, guys, with the news and updates? Let's go for it, man. Yeah, let's let's go, for it. go for it. There's plenty to talk about. Rock and roll. Okie dokie. Um, so coming straight off the bat, uh, Jabril Cox, IR, uh, with the ACL tear. Uh, his set date for return, though, it wasn't a major huge tear, apparently, uh, in terms of it. But his set date for return is six months uh, from when he'll get it. But that does mean he is out for the season. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting news to be added. Uh, we all know Bradley and I. He was cut. He cleared waivers and he's back on the practice squad. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yep. Yeah, he's back <laughs> on. He's already back on. So um, I think a lot of people are saying, oh, um, you know, about the, the penalty, um, co- you know, causing on third down and all the rest of it. it I disagree. Was, it, I disagree. Yeah. I think it was a move because you've got to think you've got the likes of Michael Gallup coming back. You've Gallimore got Tank. Tank, Gallimore, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, Tristan Hill. Yeah. You've got to make some of these roster moves. If anything, especially with D line, which is crazy to say for the Cowboys, they have so much depth they need to make room. And so Bradley and I was the obvious place to go because, as though we've spoken about Bradley and I and how much we like him, he is when you stop and you think about it a one trick pony in what he yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're right to bring up the the point, Mike. He, he um. He, he got the he got us out on, like he basically kept our offense on the sideline yeah. in, in the last game. But that's that's an easy target. I think we basically he made the practice squad because he's not quite cut it yet. Um, yeah. Not they're not giving up on him just yet. He, obviously, he's on the practice squad and they see something. But yeah, when you've got good performers at defensive end for us just now, and I was just it was almost the obvious choice. I mean that that sounds harsh, but like you're saying, he's not a versatile player. And I think it's, yeah. it's also the, the timing is um, quite key here as well. I mean, they released him on Tuesday, which is just obviously as the trade deadline was coming up. So yeah. most teams were looking at who was available for trades. They weren't necessarily looking at the waiver wire. The waiver, um, yeah. So, you know, it's if you get people focusing on the trades, then, you know, you can perhaps sneak an eye onto the practice squad as you have done. I mean, I know a lot of people thought he'd be a good fit for somebody like the Chargers or whatever. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of surprised that he actually was re-signed to the practice squad and that he'd, he'd made he cleared waivers. So I was surprised he um, cleared waivers. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm quite surprised. I would have thought someone else would have picked him up. 
more for his special teams because like as a guy who can go out and gun on special team not gun sorry to go after the punter or the kicker on special teams quite quite but, he's, he's quite good yeah, at that and i think i think he's done enough in in his limited snaps on defense this year that he's actually you know he's probably put himself on people's radar um you know as a as a possible prospect to, to grow into the position so um, yeah, that's not to say he won't though. Like get picked up by somebody else. Yeah, because he has, he has still he has still fair yeah. game. Um, you know, yeah. only t- it only takes a quick glance, and he could be off. So yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll enjoy it while it lasts. Basically, the depth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in other news, Dak Prescott. He looks like he's gonna be a go this week. He has been a full go in practice. Um all the news coming out uh, uh, and what we're getting is that he he is ready to go whether that means they're going to rest him because we were talking about this last week and we said it looks like he's going to go and it came back and it went on a to and fro the only thing i would say is i was quite surprised after watching the warm-ups he was doing in last week's game that he was going through that much it was quite intense if you watch what he was doing and they still sat him and i was like well what was the point in all of that then um but there we go uh cd lamb Came through, ankle injury, um, bird on the word, everything's fine. Yeah. Um, it's a spraying, light spraying. He's been working out, doing some uh, individual drills. But, yeah, so, uh, same news coming through here that it's been on the 105, the fan as well, that everything's looking fine there. Um, other news, Blake Jarwin, he's going to be out. Uh, he took a... Uh, he caught a ball across the middle last week in the game, came down awkward, smashed his hip, in a bit of pain, so it's looking doubtful he's going to play, which meant they activated tight end Sean McEwen, so we're going to be seeing a bit more of him. In other Blake Jarwin news, I don't know if you heard, Green Bay phoned up, said, we would like Blake Jarwin, please. Yeah. Uh, uh, according to some of the facts I've got, they offered a third-round um, draft pick for him, and they just straight out refused. They said, nah, oh, we, ain't, we ain't helping you out. Because, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, they could be facing Green Bay in the playoffs. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, Packer, Packers must have been having some of Aaron Rodgers' homeopathic remedies, you know, if they thought they were going <laughs> to give up Jarwin for a third there. but. I mean, Robert Tonyan's on injured reserve now. Yeah, he's, he's done. It. But yeah, yeah, they're not going to get somebody like Blake Jarwin on the cheap. I mean, it's just they're basically just t- dipping their toes in the water. Um, I mean, I think I trying to luck. Like, well, well, trying well, to luck. I, I think the reason why they're making a phone that out there is because like, obviously Jarwin's on the bigger Schultz. contract. And, Schul- and Schultz is playing so well. And it's like, look, let us help you out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they were taking on the big bulk of the rest of that contract still. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't I don't know about you other guys, but see when Mike was running down the list, I was basically saying, yeah, that's okay. If if Lamb misses it, we've got Cedric Wilson. Yeah, that's okay. We've got Dalton Schultz to come in. There's so much depth around the Cowboys right now. It's yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's so good that we can we we're not like. It's not a, a knee-jerk reaction every time we lose a starter. It's like the, the backup is ready to come in and push them all the way, and it, it's just amazing. <laughs> yeah, so, and, he, I know, I know. and even obviously we've got Tyron Smith's not playing this week. This weekend, yeah. 
Which is fine. You know, I'm okay got, with that. We've got options. We could have Lyle playing. We could have Lyle playing left tackle. We could have him playing right tackle and switch Steele across. See how he gets on there. Or in Seki, um, who, who's yep. naturally a left tackle. Yeah. I mean, we'll get into that when we get to the offense, because that is a subject I want to talk about is yeah. the left tackle position. Yeah. Um, because obviously Tyron Smith, as we said, he's out with what we call over here splints. They call it over their bone spurs. There is an operation that he can have if they decide to go down that road to shave it back and get it removed. It's about two weeks because it's not a major deal. See what happens. But go I'm, on, Paul. I'm telling you, Graham's... If Graham was to predict the fucking future, by the way, he would be a millionaire. Like, and I, like, I just wish Graham put a bet on when Ruffin Tyron Smith would have, would have been missing the fu- a game this year. And he, and he did say, you're talking about the halfway point of the season, you would expect to see Tyron Smith like, miss a game. Yeah, the only thing I would say that to that, though, is it's a bone injury. You know, when it comes to bones, it's not like there's anything you can do with that. It's not like you can train to make your bones stronger. I mean, you could drink milk. <laughs> well, it's it's actually it, in most cases it's a sort of calcification of the bone as well. So it's a but, growth yeah, of yeah. calcium on the bone. And obviously, the main thing for anybody is depending on where it is, it, it rupture or it rubs against the ligaments, the the tendons, and what have you. It's supposed to be quite pain. sore. It yeah. causes pain, so it's, um, it's you know, I, I'm sure Tyron Smith could actually gut it out. I don't think it's it's anything that's it's it's more a sort of management so that um, we do have him for the remainder of the season and exactly. we can rely on him at points. But um, you know, a, again, if if this if this was us going up against say Kansas City, I think you know Tyron would probably be be playing but you know in in theory this should be a good game for us to rest some guys um especially when you see that uh, obviously last week that we won with Cooper Rush at quarterback you know and having yeah. that sitting off uh, I mean they, they do need to take advantage of this part of the schedule because yeah. when I was looking at it I was looking going through it and I was just like wow this this like is especially when you think of this time of the year. Like when you look back last week, there was a lot of injuries because it's that time of year. The wear and tear is starting to come on to, you know, those um, seasoned players, you know. Uh, So you're starting to see that last week was just crazy for injuries. Um, So you do expect it. Um, But when it's like, when you look at the schedule, you're like, man, this is just like such a nice schedule where if you need, because I think Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper's fairly banged up at the moment. You know, yeah. there's always something with Amari. Here's a great time for him to ease back a little bit. Let Lamb, Cedric Wilson, if you're going to bring CD Lamb back, which we'll talk about as well, there's a great time to do it in this bit of the schedule. It's a great time to do it. Um, but also in other news, uh, Trayvon Diggs asked the question. He's fine. Don't worry about it. I've been told. I'm like, okay. Anything more to add? And like, no, just don't worry. I was like, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the reporter, the reporters were standing outside the um, uh, locker room on the Sunday, and he he was walking without a boot, so uh, and wasn't showing any signs of limping or anything like that. So I think it was just obviously it was what third last play of the game or something like yeah, that that he yeah. came down on. So you know, there's no point in risking him. 
Um, and it can just be the way that the, the tape that will be around their legs, um, you know, it can just be that the tape shifted and it hold it puts the puts the ankle in a funny position. So, yes, yeah. But in in that report though, it's it's saying that he's fine. Uh, I give this out as well every week. The Cowboys now their playoff chances rank second in the NFL at ninety eight percent. To win the division, they rank second again. Uh, to win the NFC East, and they rank, uh, they have a 96% chance of winning the NFC East. Uh, other news, Denver are, of course, 4-4. Four four. They're at 500. But the only thing I will add, they're four wins. <laughs> they're four yeah. wins. They've come from the Giants, the Jags, the Jets, and Washington. Um, well... well. That kind of explains quite a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, and man, if you if you want to watch how bad the Broncos are, go back and watch the Browns game. I mean, that game was just awful. It was, it was horrific, honestly. Um, well, they also, I mean, they almost they almost gave Washington the win last week as well. I mean, the, their close. handling of the, their handling of the fourth quarter was not good. Yes, um, and it, it obviously. Washington's kicker being rubbish, and I think Washington had four attempts to four, four attempts of first in, from first and goal, and couldn't punch it in. You know, it got down it got down to the one yard line, something like that, and you know, had two or three attempts to punch it in and couldn't get it in. So, um, I think you only have to look at the fact that they've traded Von Miller to to. I mean, it's. That's just a yeah. beacon to say, yeah, we're not doing anything this season. And Carrie yeah. Vincent. So, yeah. And bear in mind, the other corner... Bryce Callahan. So, yeah, he's gone on to IR. Yeah. They literally, they've got no pass rush. They've got <laughs> no corners. And their linebackers, as we will look, are not great. Uh, the only other thing we wanted to add, uh, which is very important is um, UK Cowboys. We are officially booking in and locking in our next meet, which is in February for the Super Bowl, and it will be held in Glasgow. So all the members uh, in the group, they've all um, punched in and agreed or saying if they're going or not going. Still plenty of time, guys, and we do expect if, because we're talking Super Bowl, the Cowboys are in it, (laughs) we will up the game. Don't you worry. There's there's a plan A and a plan B. So don't you worry about that. Um, so it should be good fun. Uh, and that is, as I say, in Glasgow. So should we get on to the Cowboys offense, guys? Yeah, let's, let's go. go for it. Let's do it, baby. Woo! Um, so the thing Hold I on. put... Hold up, Mike. Hold up. Yes. 480 miles, Jesus, Valenti. Where are you coming from? Abroad? <laughs> Get on Mike, the plane. Mike's, 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 Mike, Mike, you're what, what 500 miles? Nah, we're, Ain't another song. Another song for Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and if it's for you guys, I'd walk a thousand miles. Don't you worry. Oh, God, here's the trust of softy mm, stuff. <laughs> Hey, you you the guys that gave me a bottle of vodka and a nice cowboy's vest Same with the new baby, so thank you yeah. very much. Oh, no, honoured, honoured, honoured. It's very lovely, very, very touching. 
Okay then, yeah. Yeah, I'm saving the vodka for the Super Bowl party when I come up. We'll all drink out of it. Oh no, no, you're not <laughs> drinking vodka. You're drinking butt fast. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that means we're having a deep fried pizza as well then. Oh um, no, no, no. Trust me, you don't want that. Trust me. You know, I you know. I, I, I've seen it once and it confused the hell out of me. Um. So the thing I put on you, yeah, Cowboys front seven. And in big bold letters, suck. And what I would want to add to this, when you're talking about the Denver Broncos, that's absolutely crazy to say. I know after being so renowned for their offense and Sorry, the past, you, you, said, yeah. you said the Cowboy Cowboys yeah. front seven there. No, the Broncos front seven. Right. Right. Oh right. I'm done. Right. Yeah, Broncos front seven suck. Did I say the wrong. Cowboys front seven? <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I was taken aback. I thought, have uh, I missed something? I did not mean that, everyone. I did not mean that. No, the Broncos front seven. I know, baby, baby brain is is in full flow here. The Broncos front seven defense, and I put in big uh, letters, sucks. Not the Cowboys. Um the only thing I would happens. add... That, that's what on, happens right. when you trade away your best piece. I mean... Texas but A&M's. But to, to be Von honest, Miller. Like, even with Von Miller there, they won't really do anything. Like, no, I, like, uh, go on. The, the whole, I think the whole trade thing is more so that Broncos just offered him because he's still in his long part of his contract, near the end of his career... LA are trying to capitalize on any marketing they can do from jersey sales for, with their name like Von Miller on their team. We can probably still contribute no problem depending on what team he goes to. But with Denver right now and how their situation and how their coaching are doing right now, I think it's yeah, it just wasn't really like Von Miller was not the same player at Denver anymore and just needs a different change. I think Von to me, I think that his last year well, of his contract. To... I think his last year of his contract, so it was a it case is. of, you know, yeah. he would have been going somewhere else. So get, get what, what you can for say. him. And All for, right, okay. For, yeah, yeah. For a, team, for a team like the Rams to give up a second and third for him, when you, you see that Melvin Gordon only went for a... A, a six. Not Melvin Gordon, sorry. Um, Melvin Ingram. Ingram. Melvin yeah. Ingram went for a sixth from That's uh, Steelers, mm. to the, Steelers to the Chiefs. Um you know, the the Rams obviously have a thing against draft picks. I mean, they're almost doing what the the Washington football team did when Snyder took the team on, and you know, <laughs> you know, gave away all their draft picks, and um, you know, said, "Oh, we're we're signing all these big name free agents," and you know, it never actually, you know, it never panned out for them at all. Um, you know, these these big time free agents were all well into their career. You know, r- r- running the risk of picking up big injuries, and that's that's what it did, and it put Washington into a salary cap hell for a few years. Um, so this is this is you know what obviously, I think it's because the Rams were in the Super Bowl only a couple of years ago, years back that you know they think yeah the window's still there. They've got got they've got um, Stafford. They reckon that this is it. They're going to be able to carry on. So. Anyway, let's get back to the Broncos. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, it's a good point because, like I say, I think Von Miller was gone anyway. 
that, yeah. like, at yeah. the end of the year. So the, the Broncos are trying to capitalise on that chance while they've got it. And people, because the, the Cowboys inquired about Von Miller too. They had, it was, and that, that has come out that we did do it. Uh, that we phoned up and made inquiries, but obviously the asking price is too much. Mm-hmm. And it's no surprise with the Rams to do it because they've given up two day two picks for him. But the Rams are just very bad, very bad at drafting. And if you look, they've given up all their first round picks for premium players. But if you have a look at their day two picks, their day two picks in a draft are terrible. Like, so it's just like, if- yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm. Oh, where did Lauren go? Oh, he's away. He's come back. Uh, yeah, um, he'll come back. I mean, the only first round draft pick they had actually done so well in was obviously Aaron Donald. Anything? Yeah, that, that's the only one I can really recall. They, they, they're just not very good at, uh, at mean, you know, mean, like, like, look at last year's well, day two draft pick. They, well, they, they took. <clears throat> well, they had, sorry, they had Todd Gurley for a while. He was okay for them for a couple of years. But he was coming out with injury problems. No, but even but, then, ah, but, but well, his first three seasons where he was actually pretty decent. He was. Yeah, but, no, no, no. I'm not saying but, that he wasn't a bad player. I'm just saying though, he keep, he was coming out of college yeah. with injury issues. Yeah. But like, like I say, their the day two drafting has always been bad, um, which is why it's no surprise the Rams got them and the Cowboys didn't. Like, uh, like I say, I was going to say last year's day two draft pick. Their first draft pick of last year's draft was two two Atwell. Hmm. What are you doing with that? You know what I mean? Um, so there we go. Uh, Mike's frozen. Is Mike on as well? I think so. Ah. Yeah. Hold on, I'll be back. There we go. Am I back? Am I back? Yeah, you're back. You're yeah, back. you're back. There yeah. you go. It's only a glitch. It was just a slight glitch. Um, but yeah, I like Shelby Harris. He's an interesting piece that I quite like. And obviously they have a uh, cornerback in Patrick Satane that we try to obviously get for ourselves. But here's something that's quite interesting for you, because a lot of people talk about the Broncos' defense, rightfully so, because that's what they're renowned for. Um, But the Broncos' defense has been in the bottom eight in the last five weeks. So they started off well, and then they've started to, tail off a bit in the last five weeks versus teams that are have a winning record this season they've allowed 25 points on average and the cowboys while Dak are playing average 39 points a game yeah there's no talent there there's no talent there i mean mm. especially now that i mean i think bradley chubb has been on ir for since week two of the season, yeah, and doesn't has it have any sign of coming back. So um, that's that's your pass rush away. <laughs> I mean, you've you've traded one Miller. There's yep. no Badly Chubb. Nope. Um, no linebackers. It just. It, I, I I'll be honest. I think four and four uh, flatters the Broncos. I think it really does. Um, <laughs> it just shows you. It, it just, does. It, You're right. Just, You're right. You're right, Greg. You're right. Well, well, just to add, just to add a bit more stand, just and this is more towards our rivals in the NFC East. How such they're our rivals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I mean, if anything, you think about it, the Broncos have helped us out because they beat the Giants and Washington. They Absolutely, have. they have. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, even hmm. though how bad the Broncos are, how bad are our rivals right now? That's what I'm trying to say. 
yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right. Um, but you know me. Here we go again. Going through some of the stats and trying to pick um, apart some of the stats. And I know whenever I start doing this, Paul always comes out with a little smile. Okay. The Broncos' defense on early downs, on first and second downs, versus the pass, they rank fifth, which is not bad at all. All mm. right. But the Cowboys on first down, forget about second down. We're just talking about first down. Yeah. So they're first and 10. They average 5.3 yards in rushing, which ranks first in the NFL. Here's a crazy start. Right to go and check the Cowboys. If they continue on this trend for the season, they will break an NFL record, which is they average 100.3 yards of rushing yards per game on first down. <laughs> so, just on first down alone, they average just ever so slightly over 100 yards a game. Wow. Does um does anybody want to guess what position their top two tacklers play? Uh defensive tackle, I do believe, isn't it? They're both safeties. safeties. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so what does that tell you? Mm. If your top two tacklers are safeties, yep. your D line and your linebackers aren't getting it done. So... Me. Me. <laughs> I mean, that, it just I go back to the, the top of the show. I mean, this shows just how much confidence we have in the team right now. I mean, we're 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 picking we're picking bones. I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't watched any Broncos football this year, and I'm <laughs> I, I, like, you know, I almost feel arrogant. You know, it's just yeah. it just it just shows how good a place we are we're in just now. But I mean, look at what we can do. That on on early downs, the Broncos' <coughs> best thing that they can do is defend the pass. Dak's coming back in, so it's like here we go. The Broncos have to respect Dak, so they've got to defend the pass, which obviously means then, with the way the Cowboys are running the ball, with both Zeke and Tony Pollard, they're both having phenomenal years. 2021, as I keep saying. Eh? Eh? Um, <laughs> eh? So, like, these pair together in this game, I think they're going to absolutely eat, is the best way to say yeah. it. And this is another perfect game for it. And then on third down, if you've got Dak in there, just get him to make plays. At the end of the day, the, the, the Denver Broncos on third down, in stopping third down, they rank 27th at a rate of 44%. It's bad. And the Cowboys in third down conversion on offense rank fifth. So run the ball, get to third down, and take your chance. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, before, yep. before I make a point, but, but a shout out to everyone who's just joined the show right now. Just as long as we've got a couple of new followers, Joseph from Texas, welcome yeah. to the show. Uh, we've also got our good friend Joe from Italy, uh, just obviously uh, uh, talked about the Yeah, we talked about the whole Ford Miller thing earlier. Um, but yeah, guys, get your comments, keep coming in. Yes. 
more you comment, the more we can talk about. As we always say every week, you are our MVPs. <laughs> uh, but, oh, I just thought I'd go through as well. When I was going through it to have a look at third down stops to see where, so as I say, Denver ranked 27th in, in their ability to stop third down. Can you guess who 29th is? Oh, please tell me it's the Eagles. No, it's not. No. 29th, 29th, so you know, and there's a theme here, 29th is Kansas City. Right, 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 right. So, so, So 30th must be Atlanta. Yes, 30 second. <laughs> Can you do 30 second? It would be um, Las Vegas? No, Washington. Oh. <laughs> See, there's a theme happening. <laughs> the wow. confidence is oozing out of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go, going back to what Paul said before with the um, from American Pie, confidence is high. Yeah, <laughs> 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 the Shermany, yeah, but enjoy it, just exactly. It enjoy but look, let's get on to the subject I really wanted to touch on, which is left tackle. Now, we just said Broncos defense right now, front seven is not something that's a big threat, but they are still professionals and they are still players in the NFL. So you have to respect the fact and you can't go out there expecting we're just going to boat race these guys. Absolutely. You have to go in with confidence. Mm-hmm. Left tackle. What are we doing? For me, for me, I don't want to mess around with the blind side. We seen him last week and he, he got the job done. So I'm keeping him there. I'm keeping steel up my right tackle and I'm putting in Saki at left tackle only because he is a pure left tackle. He does play yeah. the position. He's a swing tackle. I know Lyle Collins is the better player and I know that he played left tackle in college, but I'm not messing around with it. What are you guys doing though? Give me your opinions and everyone at home too. I totally agree, Mike. Um, if it's not broken, don't, don't try and fix it. Like, you know what I mean? So I mean, next year, like, like you had one, but it was a iffy holding call, to be, to be fair, just because his arms were a bit raised up and it looked as though he was holding him by the neck. Yeah. But, but I can understand why that was being called, but other than that, he never put a foot wrong. Really, like, he was made some really good, decent blocks, especially in the mm-hmm. running game as well. So, yeah, I find letting Eshi, like, yeah, just, like, he's done exactly what you want for a backup to do is fill in the gap and, yeah, just let yeah, just go go ahead with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think from what I've listened to on um, talking Cowboys today, mm-hmm. um, certainly in practice yesterday, they'd um, they toyed with Lyell was back at right tackle, and they yeah. moved still across. But I mean, this could be you. Uh, you try something out on a Wednesday. You try something out on a Thursday. You try something uh-huh. out on a Friday. Yeah, make a decision on the Saturday. Smoke screen, smoke screen it too. Exactly, like, like you just like, like how many smoke screens did we have over Connor Williams this year? Over last week with Dak. <laughs> yeah, yep. Like the smoke screen is like Connor Williams playing center, Connor Williams playing whatever, Connor Williams playing bloody safety. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, 
Right. I mean, I, I raised yeah. the point through the off season that you were eventually exactly Brando. Sorry, like he, uh, that's what I was trying to say. If it's not broken, don't fix it. It's what yeah. we we keep yeah. saying every week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I raised the point about Tyron Smith through the off season, but see, to be perfectly honest, six months on, I'm not the least bit concerned, especially playing especially playing against the Broncos. Um, I could see either scenario, uh, and I'd be, to be honest, I'd be perfectly happy with either scenario. So whether that's we stick with what we had the last game, or we go with steal at right tackle and move Collins back to uh, back to left tackle, or vice versa, um, because see, because confidence is that high in the group, um, confidence is high. You know, it just it, it's 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 a much better position than we were in the <laughs> off season. Basically, when you didn't know what you had, so now you know what you've got. It's, I'd be happy with either combination um, because, like, when I raised those points, you didn't know we were going to have turn steel at this level. You didn't know you were going to have exactly. such a good swing tackle to to step in and play the position either. So, yeah, you know, it, it, it's it's a it's a vastly improved um, situation since last season, and because of that situation, I'm not the least bit bothered about losing Smith because. Uh, especially up against a, a team with such a poor uh, pass rush this week, it's, uh, this week anyway. Mm. Like, I don't know about you guys, but here's I've got like I, I know the whole thing about the whole Lyle Collins situation stuff like that. Well, where we're going to fit him back? Kendrick Steele's doing such a good job right now. Like, I mean, does everyone keep forgetting that he actually played his first two seasons as left guard? The he did. He mm. did. Yep. Right. And he was, uh, a, he was really good at it. He mm. really was. He was upfield smashing linebackers to abomination and going upfield. I, I can't remember what, what game it was in particular, but he ran the pack for running the lane for Zeke, especially during the run game. And he's got that more overwhelming strength presence when it comes to being in a guard position. So if it was me, I, like, I don't know about everyone else's thoughts, but I would I would put Lyle in guard, have Neshke at left tackle, have Steele on right tackle, and you still have like Bayadish and uh, Zach Martin. Zach, yeah. Yeah, so that to me, like, like you can't go wrong there because I still feel as like, I know we keep, I keep bashing Connors, and I'm, I'm sorry, but... Like, <laughs> no, but you I, you got a right to be. I'm with yeah. you, Paul. I'm with you. Yeah, right, yeah. I'm with like, you. I'm I'm sure he's a great guy now, but he's just not doing it right. He's, he's he's made quite a lot of mistakes this year, in terms of when it, there was no need to hold on and whatever that and really important plays where like for example he could have cost you a Patriot the Patriots game that Patriots game for example was yeah a prime example of that. But yeah, I'm just like man, why not just give Lyle the the, the shot back at the garden and let him be an absolute beast. At yeah, the and, 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 go know? on, Paul. Go on, finish. Finish uh, what you were saying. Sorry. Oh no, I was just a bit. Finish. It was just like, just let Lyle Collins be back inside of the inf- offensive line. Yeah, smash, I mean, smash the, the nose th- tackles to oblivion. The only thing I was going to add is that, like, even Lyle himself has come out this week and said he prefers the left side of the line anyway. Yeah, he has come out. He said he's more comfortable on the left than he is the right. Just so happens that we've put him to right tackle. He's learned the position. He knows how to play, and that's where we've kept him. But 
his his home is on the left in his mind and his comfortability. Everyone has a preference. Yeah, you know I'm what I mean? Yeah, a, per, a personal I, preference. Yeah. Like for me, I hated playing right side because the way my stance was. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I hated it, and I still I could like even though it's like the same position, it's not really. No, even, no, no, no. It's, no. It's, it's 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 complete polar opposite. It's like try to write with your left hand with your right hand. It's like uh, as I've said before, it's like wiping your ass with the wrong hand, or kick a football with your strong foot with with your right uh, weak foot. Yeah, is another way to do it. It's weird. It's awkward. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And doesn't take over tight. Like it will take years to develop to make like your strong foot. Yeah. the, The best one that I when we was doing the scouting academy was that they talked about uh catching the ball with your wrong hand. Throw a tennis ball and catch it with your opposite hand. That's how it feels. Mm. And the, the whole movement of your body, and it's about muscle memory. Everything's the complete opposite. It's a mirror. So everything feels disjointed in that position. Mm-hmm. I quite like that. It was a good way to explain yeah. it. Um, but, I mean, <laughs> go on. No, I was going long. to say, I mean, g- going back, I mean, Lyle Collins was a left tackle in, in college at LSU. He was, yeah. Um, so that's why he's he's more natural on the left-hand side. Um, the, the one point I would say about him playing guard, and again, I've kind of said this the last couple of weeks as well, that year that, um, the year before we switched him to right tackle, he, mm. he was injured. Uh, Ron Leary came in and when... Lyle came back from injury. They kept Ron Leary in, so yeah, maybe maybe it's the previous coaching staff. But the previous coaching staff actually preferred Ron Leary at left guard, oh. or at that point in time. Um, I and I think you know, yeah, he was he was um, Collins is great. He's, he's pulling or you know moving down the line, but you know again he. he was exactly the same as uh, Connor Williams when, you know, he was needing to be big on big and block up the the man right in front of him. Um, you know, there there was holding calls against him as well. So, but I mean, you know, he certainly seems to have developed into de- developed his technique, whether it's as a tackle or um, whatever. But you know, he he certainly seems to have improved. Where I think Connor Williams, to be honest, has stayed. Fairly static. Oh, well, He's plateaued. Well, here's the difference, though, Lauren. The difference between Connor Williams and Lyle Collins. If you were to put both of them playing that left guard position, I know who exactly I would want. I would want a guard that's going to smash your face in into that defensive yep. line. Like Connor doesn't really have that, really. Like mm. as, as much as Lyle, Lyle can be nasty and knock your teeth out. He can yep. be that guy. Whereas corner, well, he'll just hold up the block and try and hold and try and dive around, like you know, yeah, like Connor. Ball. Connor has got more of that swinging door technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Where he's trying, he's trying to manipulate you that way to get away from where you're trying to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I, th- I think at the end of the season, we'll let Connor Williams go, and he'll end up somewhere, and he's. He'll either be a centre or he'll be a tackle. He won't be a guard. And he'll be like the best player in that O-line then and we'll all be like, have a guard. Yeah, yeah. and you know what's going to happen? It's going to be a nice scenario where a former Cowboys player is going to like the chance to sit in that end up getting a bloody Super Bowl and then maybe (laughs) Yeah, like the Anthony Hitchens sort of situation. What's that? He'll go there with a ring though. 
Boleh no? The only other thing I wanted to add, though, before we move to the defence, was Michael Gallup. Do you play him in this game uh, to give Amari a bit of a break, or do you rest him for another week? Well, according to the ESPN injury report, Cooper has showed up on it as well. It's fine, though. Well, whatever Cooper has apparently isn't major, but I haven't got to the bottom of that one yet because it just sprung up on us. Apparently, Cooper's I'd, supposed to be fine. I'd give Cedric Wilson a nod. He did a fantastic job the, the other game. He's he, like he's definitely became that utility wide receiver that like we did not. Well, we we kept wondering why over previous seasons. It's like we hardly ever see him. Like, you know what I mean? In terms of he's been like, like with Gallup and Cooper being ahead of him and obviously when we drafted Injuries Lamb, like, as well. Yeah, but we never really got to really see like we saw glimpses of him last season against the Washington game last year. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it was like, why why has he been kept hidden for so long? But now we're kind of starting yeah. to see him being more like used for different things. He's been spread like Telling more, starting to kind of use the wide receivers and a lot more shared yeah. variety across mm, the getting board. into the backfield yeah. with him, absolutely. And and we're seeing that, and not just that, man. Like, I still can't believe he threw that pass, it was beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. He's, he, uh, did he, you know, he, he's, he's averaging, yeah, yeah, you know, he's averaging though 28 yards per pass, yeah, because this is only pass. <laughs> no, he's done two. He's done two. No, he's done. He's done two this year, and then you had. Yeah. Um, yeah. He he threw he threw the touchdown pass to Dak last year in the, in yes. the Giants game as well. Correct. Oh, that's right. He's had two this year though, but so it's averaging like a pass every three games. So uh, I quite like that. I, I like that. I would give Wilson more of a game, um, simply because I think it's going to be a run-heavy game on Sunday yeah. anyway. I think we'll we'll run them to death on Sunday. Um, give Michael t- Michael Gallup the time that he needs. Um, take the pressure off of um, Coop and, and Lamb and um, let Wilson and the rest see some of the ball. Why not? Because they've 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 proved themselves worthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like, you know, a lot of the injury reports, like with Cooper and everything, you've also got to take into account they're spending a lot of time in the film room this mm. week. They've done a lot of film work because it's a, a player you're less familiar with, so it makes sense. So if they're not out there for a reason, it blows up a bit more. It becomes more exacerbated than it really is. But before this becomes just the offense side, should we move to the defense, do the fun side? Let's yeah, let's go. Let's rock and roll. I remember last year doing the uh, hey Benny doing the um, defense and always being like <sighs> this time it's like hey we're doing the defense. Only last season cannot thank Dan Quinn enough. I know. Yeah. We you remember doing this show last season and like every week it was just like. Uh, let me take an aspirin and <laughs> we'll try and get through this. We'll, yeah. try, we'll do our best. We'll do our best to hype everyone up. Last, <laughs> yeah. last, season, last season, I was an alcoholic. This year, I'm just an, this year I just love getting drunk. Mm, oh, your liver and your kidneys have climatized to the booze, that's all. Um, but 
Broncos offense, guys, very methodical, really well balanced. Something they do like to do, though, is play the possession game. But when you talk about the possession game, this is where it gets all a bit jumbled up for me, that they rank in the NFL fourth uh, in average time per drive, which is more than three minutes, which is absolutely crazy, but they hardly run the ball. And then you say, oh, okay, well, then it's a lot of dink and dunk passes. It's really not. I'm like, it boggles my mind when you look at it. It, it doesn't make any sense. The way it works, Teddy Bridgewater tries to play out of structure, extend the play, which he's not really very good at doing anymore. Used to be, when he first came out, till that nasty leg injury where he almost lost his leg. Um, but it's big plays. And he tries to throw the ball deep downfield. But here's the crazy part that the Broncos, in after all of that, they pump more than any other team apart from two other teams, one of them being the Seahawks, which I was surprised with. They pump more than any other teams. And they're always out of field goal range when they try and make these drives. Hmm. Yeah. I know. Do you see what I mean about how disjointed this offense is? Yeah. It, it, it's crazy. Um, when yeah. you look at it statistically, none of it matches up. Normally, you can see a pattern. Do you know what yeah. I mean? When you look yeah. at the numbers and and the, the flow of what they're doing with the ball. And, you know, yeah. when you get the field and you put an X or a, a zero on where the That's balls all, are landing. The ball goes me because they do have two really good wide receivers in Jerry, Judy, and Cortland Sutton. And Jerry yeah. is back this week. This yeah. is his first week back. They don't make a difference in the red zone though i mean the pair no. of them have only got you, five you, touchdowns combined do you know what mm-hmm. it, do you know what this sounds like this sounds like our offense last year it does a bit after but, after dark went out yeah 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 when Dak one, one of the really crazy stats about the broncos is that teddy bridgewater has a seven over a 70 percent completion yeah. record this season as he well does. so it i mean just... again he's getting the he's he's getting the completions it's as we've said it's not dink and dunk no um, because his a dot is like he's right he's in the top 10 in in his a dot yeah yeah he's he's got a hundred a hundred point six quarterback rating for this season as well it's but you know he it's it's just not so, something's breaking down at some point that they're they're Losing it in crucial situations. So I'll tell you where it is. It is that their O line is very bad. They give up more mm-hmm. pressures than any other team. And Teddy Bridgewater has been sat this season already twenty-two times. That's yeah, third we, most in the so, NFL. Yeah, and, and that's where it's going wrong. The, the, for me, they don't have they don't have a consistent difference maker. I mean, see, see if you've scored three point, uh, three touchdowns on the Broncos, your joint top. Mm-hmm. You know they've got maybe they've got maybe three or four players that have scored three touchdowns, a couple that have scored two, and one and one and one. There's no like, who who do you double on the Broncos? Like it's probably Court and Sutton, but he's he's not. They're not getting it done. They're not scoring points on a regular basis. I mean they've got. They've got play, playmakers here and there, but mm-hmm. are, are there any are there any fantasy studs on the Broncos? I don't think not so. someone that they can lean on. No, definitely no. not. Yeah. No. no, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, DJ Dogs are bringing up the point where, like, said uh, Devontae Williams, like, great, uh, great, but he's still he's learning. A good player. He's, a, he's still learning. Like, I, I, I'd see him like if they had a better offensive line. Then, yeah, 
yeah, like the weakest parts are guards. The guards are yeah. not that, that great at all. Like, In the middle. Like, yeah, yeah. Like um Garrett Bowles, who's the left tackle, is probably their best player in that offensive line. Like, hands oh. down. Like yeah, yeah. and that's pro- and that's down to like how the completion rate is so good for Bridgewater because the, his blind side's been covered really well. But yeah. when you when you cover over to the right side of the ball um of that offensive line, it's not so good. Not so good at all. So mm-hmm. if I was if, if I was us, get Randy Gregory on that on, on that right side of their offensive line and just cause segue. Mm-hmm. I will let you continue with your talk because the segue about the sacks and the pressures is less segue into Randy Gregory. He is right now ranked the third best pass rusher in the NFL. How and great I, is Randy Gregory right now? And you were I, talking about him, Paul, so I'll let you continue. What did I say even before the season? This was going to be his season. And I'm, yeah. I, 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 I've been yep. saying this all along. And now's the time where we need to get him signed to a long extended deal. Agree. Like, now's the time. We can't leave this late any longer. If he gets two sacks in this game, like, his price is going to go even more higher. We can't afford to yep. do that, like, especially with now we're fine with the cap. I know the cap's going to go up in a couple of years' time, but still, we just want to make sure that we've got him in a longer-term deal without busting the extra bucks when we can go him a lot cheaper. But anyway, but what I was going to say was, with that right hand side of the offensive line, there is definitely gaps where we can really expose. Whereas, and that's where you tend to see where Micah Parsons lines up as well is on the right hand side. Well, left side on the defense, right hand mm-hmm. side of mm-hmm. the offense. So, having like a Gregory and like having Parsons on that side is just going to be absolute fundamental for us. Like the like, we do still need to give uh, Garrett Bowles the left tackle something a, a struggle with. So we still need like some um, the interior tackles to kind of even push and like hit the gaps and try and disrupt Garrett if they're going inside that gap. Um, I'm just trying to think who our other edge rusher would be if, it, if it's Basham or whoever. It'd be Basham who isn't doing bad yeah. either. He's not, he's not doing too bad at all. So Basham against like so Garrett Bowles. Just make sure that, like, just give them a try and give them as hard time as but a problem. But you're going to see more of the action being on the right hand side mm-hmm. of the Denver Broncos offense and our left. And it is side. great what Randy Gregory's and he's doing it just at the right time and he's timing it perfectly. And what it is with Randy Gregory, if you notice, it seems to be that he gets better as the game goes on, but it's not. It's that that guy has a motor that just does not stop. That what he he brings the same intensity on snap one as he does all the way at the back end at snap sixty eight at the end of the game, yep. and that's why it, it, it's insane to watch. And this guy right now, I know people are loving Micah Parsons and they're liking Trayvon Diggs. Randy Gregory, Randy Gregory for me right now is the main guy on this defense. Is doing it all because what he's doing is he's creating a pass rush, whether that's a sack or oppression. He's doing it without the Cowboys having to bring a blitz. And when you when you can get a pass rush without a blitz, you've got a star. I mean, here, here, I don't. This is going to be a be controversial take. You can always well go say, for it. You can always say Dak Prescott will be comeback player of the year. Yeah, but you can always still say Randy Gregory can be a comeback candidate of the year. Despite Let's see where you're going. 
worth everything he's went through. This is his, mm-hmm. let's remember everyone, like, this is pretty much his first actual, first full-on season. Yeah, yeah, with pre-season. Training camp, yep. pre-season, yeah. off-season, off-season training. And workouts. Yeah, workouts yeah. with personal OTAs. Coaching. Exactly. This is yeah, the yeah. first full-on season. There's been no drama. It's been fully mm-hmm. low. No NFL interruptions. And we're seeing the difference. Like, we, we saw him, we snippets of him being dropped in with exemptions by the NFL, but it's like, yeah, you can play two games there and there, and he has made an impact. Like, I keep, I know I keep using this game as a reference, but Tampa Bay a couple of years <laughs> ago, like, I know, but, but but you saw the impact what him and, at the time, David Irvin did at the time. They two just caused absolute mayhem against that offensive line for Tampa. But looking yeah. back now, it... It just shows you that Randy has that, like, he has proven that he can be this guy. Yeah, he yeah. he is right up there. For me, one of my favorite players on the defense, and what he is doing. Um, Parsons, we could talk about what he done defensive, NFC defensive player of the week last week. I know we had a comment there about Randy and DeMarcus. What I like more than anything is when DeMarcus comes back, which is supposed to be in a couple of weeks' time, is Parsons and Tank on the strong side of that oh. line. That is just pure <laughs> hell. That is well, just havoc. You're it, talking it, about a hammer and a scalpel. Well, that depends on how they how the offense is lined up. Like, oh, yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying in generalities. Yeah, yeah. Like, Chris, uh, the, the strong side of the ball depends on how many wide receivers there are on whatever side. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so... and, and you think about it that they're trying to cover the, the, the strong side with MP. Imagine then what that leaves for Randy Gregory on the other side. Not to mention if you even had Gallimore on the strong side of the interior as well. Do you think yeah, though, with, do you think though with, the, with the Cox so. ACL with the Cox ACL do you think we've seen the last of Parsons at defensive end? Yes, yes, he needs uh, to yeah. play linebacker. He, 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 he needs, needs to play, play. He needs to play linebacker. I think you still will have that role of what we were talking about. Well, what I've been talking about is like that Von Miller esque hybrid. He can fall down to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, which I think, he, it, I think it really. Be, I think it's based on situation. Uh, the situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas if they think if it's going to be a run blitz, then he's going to move up to the line and become more of a that extra edge type of thing. If you look at his snap, his snap count last week, Michael Parsons, he was, uh, you know, his snap count in terms of where he was played in position. He was in and out of a few different positions. He played the slot, he played at D-line, he played at linebacker, and he played just outside the box. They played him everywhere. They utilised him as that movable chess piece we keep talking about. Mm. And, um, and, and I mean his his recognition skills last week. I mean that that oh, was Sean Lee. Four tackles for a loss. That was Sean Lee esque last week. You know the, it was. <laughs> Agree. Sniff, sniffing out screen passes. I mean that that was almost like the Philadelphia game in 2016, where oh. uh, you know, <laughs> out for a four yard yeah. loss and. Um, well, going back to D-line play, you know, uh, Lorne and Paul playing D-line, you got to understand how difficult it is and how, I, not just in terms of play dissection and understanding of what the offense is doing, but the athletic ability to do a tackle for a loss. 
there's a lot that goes into that. It's not just as simple as that player just so happened to be at the line and made a tackle before he got there. There's a lot of recognition and you've got to be able to get there in time as well. That four of them in a game is insane. And I always look at, with linebackers, you tackle for a loss. That's always a good place to start. How many tackles? Oh, okay, you had so many tackles for your season. Great. Give me your tackles for a loss then, Um, which is a great one. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but for me, tackles for loss doesn't get nearly as much glitz and glamour as a sack. No. Yeah. And it should. It's effectively the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. The, only, the, only, yeah. the, only, the only difference is you're not tackling the quarterback, you're tackling the yeah. ball handler. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're not, you're not tackling like, the star man on the team. Yeah. Is I mean, all it is. I mean, tackles for loss should be celebrated, like, well, not celebrated. Like, like a sack. Like, but it should be because it's a very tricky yeah. thing to do. And, like, especially if the, the running back is, is floating oh. away from the defense and trying to bounce on the outside for a nice. linebacker to get back in there and hit it quick, it's hard. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to bring up comment of the night, and, and I totally agree. And this reminds me of Sean Lee a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's, yep. it's called, it's yeah, in yeah, the, he's in the yeah. Star in Frisco, 6 a.m., mm-hmm. the day yep. after the game for extra film study that mm-hmm. is the dedication of a player that is hungry wants to play football wants to play for this team yeah that is a and this is coming from a rookie a rookie yeah, yeah. let's just yeah, remember yeah. that this is coming from a rookie Parsons <clears throat> and, uh, oh, and, and, the, and, and Andrew said it earlier well has been elite he is elite he's not been elite he is elite my friend he is elite yeah. Right, and, yeah, and, and he's only just getting started. And something um, we always talk about, even during the draft period, is always about on defense. It starts at the line, the defensive line. So I just wanted to move to the interior and talk about three guys. Osa, like, what's funny is everyone was talking about how great Osa's been doing. If you notice, Osa's doing nothing different. He's still doing the same thing, and he's still playing great, and he's doing a mop-up duty, and he's filling holes and he's two gapping doing everything we need but nobody's talking about it because now it's just become the norm for us yeah, to go yeah. well, oh there's Oaks there. he's doing this he's doing well, his thing again well there's a reason for this because he's not getting the big hits the tackles for loss but he's still effective he's doing what he needs to do but, but this is where like and Lauren will back me up on this like if one defensive player is actually doing their job hitting up the gaps right it's going to free up another offensive lineman to get those mm-hmm. actual tackles for loss or the sacks so yeah. it, it's like stuff one of them one of them's going to get the other either way yeah it's going to swap about it's unselfish it's an unselfish position in some ways because it, it doesn't look great on the stats but i also want to talk about uh carlos Watkins. He seems to be doing fine. Another guy who doesn't come up on the stat sheet and uh, is doing his job. He's looking great. He, he's mopping up and he's doing everything. But the one I wanted to talk about, the unsung hero, is it. Justin yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. Last week, that game for me. And we, we knew what he could do. And I was even shocked like because he was on my final 53. And when he didn't make it, I was like, oh, okay. And he made it to the practice squad. You're like, all right, there's something there. But last week, we got to see what Hamilton was. That, he was just, the way he was moving yeah. the centre-back into the running back to, to stop the running lane. Yes. Wow. 
So I don't know if you we kind of talked about this before we even started going live. Like yeah. there's a reason there is a reason why Justin Howard was brought into this into the team was because of how the Vikings were lined up, where this the center had previous troubles with that type of caliber of player, that style of the interior offensive lineman. Like it'd be the exact same with Gallimore. Gallimore's that same type of thing in the same respect, but where's Hamilton? Like Hamilton, like just like he just had an absolute field day when it came to. Oh, the, he, like, he, yeah. he he really did it. Nice. Him and Bahana as well. I mean, yeah. they, they, they they were playing the one technique fantastically, um, and mm-hmm. causing all sorts of hassle on that on on that line. Um, you know, and, and, obviously, and, and, and you, we're and not me- we're not missing Urban as a result of the, the play that Hamilton and um, and Bohanna are doing as well. I mean, again, it's next man up and mm. where in the past next man up was oh Christ we're, we're, you know we're bringing some donkey in you know this, and here's the thing see where it comes to playing the one technique you are bound bound to get double teamed pretty much oh yeah like, yeah yeah that's the like, main like, spot where you're gonna like, like, like even like if you're if you're like half a step off the 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 guard to whatever strong site whatever side that you are the center is always trying to look to look, look towards you and try and like close you down regardless yeah and i yeah, think yeah. that's where the success is and that's where hamilton came into play because he knew that the center was never going to make it up to hit, hit his blocking time and hamilton would just swing right through it everything yeah. pretty much and you, you, here's the headache now that hamilton causes you is he returns back to the practice squad but if we call him up again now he has to play on the active roster so we have to drop someone for hamilton now if we want him to come back in because of the rules with the the, the way he's changed with practice squad because of covid and what have you we, he has to be on the active roster now if we want him to play yep and so you'd have to drop somebody, hope that they clear waivers so that you could put Hamilton on no, the active I, roster and hope then that you can switch it back again. It's a hell of a headache. Actually got, we've only actually got 50 on the active roster at the moment. So but Yes, of course, because of Jabril Cox and Bradley and I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah of course. So, and we, so there is that. Space to bring him back in, yeah. So here's a question for you guys. Colton Sh- Sutton, Jerry, Judy. Who is Trayvon shadowing and following around the field? Colton Sutton. Sutton. Yeah. You worried I... about the big the big play ability from Colton then? Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Like I think there will be like yeah, attempts to throw the big the big plays, but I yeah. think I think Dix will have it covered. But I'm actually feeling more confident every week now with Anthony Brown. I, I, yeah. like, I, I and I never thought I would say that, despite the the disaster of the first game of the season that he had. <laughs> you can't go off that. But, but exactly, I can't go off that now. But mm. after seeing his gradual improvement, like he's had a quite. If we're not talking about him, he's having a good game. Exactly. So mm-hmm. and with that, I think the matchup with him and Jerry Judy is actually quite an interesting one. I think that would actually play to our advantage. When you think as well that they got Tim Patrick as well, so he's not he, really the answer. He's, he's, he's not he's, the answer. Uh, he's more the slot receiver, is he not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, their other slot receiver, who is it? Is it KJ Hamler? Who went out on AR? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hamlin, sorry, yeah. Um, so obviously 
they needed Tim to play in. But um, uh, for me, Jerry Judy, he's going to come back. Great route runner. Amazing route running. High point in the ball as well. <laughs> he's, he's amazing at um, but you got to talk. You got to think match match awareness, match fitness, um, his instincts. You know, he's literally spent half a season out. Um, so I think, like you say, Anthony Brown. And the good thing with Anthony Brown, if when you look at it, he literally hasn't given up any penalties. Yep. I'd also like to point out at this juncture that the, the Broncos took Judy over Lamb. They did. Thank they you right. for that. Thank you, Raiders took rugs, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's avoid that one right now. Yeah, that's yeah. that one. Yeah. I may have to dub that out when it goes to the podcast audio version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, cough. Well, well one, one thing we'll say is oh. rest, in, rest in peace to the person that was involved in that car crash. Oh. Uh, condolences to the family, but still, mm. ah, there's just no excuse. You've got Ubers and uh, lifts, uh, and now. and his girl, his girlfriend as well, mm. who's obviously, you know, she's she's talking about life changing injuries. They've got a kid together as well, who thankfully wasn't in the car. So, um, you know, he's he's obviously, you know, missing his dad now, and um, you know, his mum's not going to be. Uh, She's not going to be around for a bit in a way while she's recuperating. So um, he's going to get farmed out to his relatives. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, bring it back, guys. Let's bring it back. Um, Because we don't like to be depressed on this show. Well, so what I'm going to say now, I'm just looking at the Broncos um, game so far. Um, So they've won... uh, so, so from the so they beat the Jags 23 13, yeah. 26 0 to the Jets, mm-hmm. lost 23 7 to the Ravens, mm-hmm. lost 27 19, 34 24 Raiders, 17 14 Browns. The Browns, so, which was just an so, awful game. That game was just horrific. Not yeah. one game have they reached 30 points in the actual regular no. season. Not one no, game. Th- no, they one. have only gone 30, I think it's something like 30, they've only scored 39 points twice since 2019. That's so uh, unheard of. For, like, yeah. When you really look at the history of like a team like the Denver Broncos, they've been a really good attacking offense over the course mm. of this when they had Peyton Manning. And a they, defense and, that will just and, slow everything down. Yeah, I mean, and that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Like, it's baffling what's going on. Yeah, and, yeah. Especially I don't when you're know if you guys about... agree, but I, I don't think they've beaten a top 15 defence. No. You know, they've not, as soon as they've come up against a, a defence with a bit of talent, they've lost. Um, the way you've got to look at it, though, is that the, you know, the cow, they, that defence is not going to stop this Cowboys offence. So they're yeah. always playing from behind, which means that they're always <clears> going to be <throat> trying to attack downfield. Yeah. And they're just not going to be able to do that in this defense and do it consistently as well. Um, but let me get your score predictions then. Everyone at home as well, and we'll move to the fantasy segment. Uh, we'll do it in alphabetical order. So Cinnamon Stick can go first. So give me your score prediction, Graham. What do you think the game score is going to be in the final minute? 
the fi- final minute. The final minute. <laughs> final second. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think it's going to be a bit of a, bit of a wipeout, to be honest. I'm going to go. Ooh, Ferletti's went 48-13. I'm going to go like 32-10, Cowboys. 32-10 to Graham. Lone? I'm going to go 42-10. <laughs> Paul? Okay. Team right. 40 Burger raids again. Right. So I'll, I'll, yep. bring up the, I'll bring up the comments of the scores so far. Uh, yeah. So D, yeah. So we got Andrew. So DG Dogs went 31-20. Commendable. Okay. All right. Joe from Italy. Um, went for 45-14. So I love me, it. So I'm going based on how the Broncos have done in terms of their losses. And so they've have lost significantly like by over two like two scores and stuff like that, and really mm-hmm. co- closely handed. Um so I'm gonna go and wait for this 54-21. Team 50 burger. (laughs) The only thing I would say against that is that do you not think they will have taken Dak out at some point for us not to get to 54? I mean, that's that's just pouring it on. I'm sorry, but I just got a backup. Brown just beat me in my score. He's went for 60 points, though. 30 points from when Dax on the field and 30 points when Cooper's, Cooper rushes on the field. Yeah, I, I'm Split you, right like, down the like, middle. The, the reason I'm saying that, I think our running game is just going to cost so much. I think there's yeah. going to be, I think there's even going to be a defensive touchdowns in the game. I really do. I'm going for, I'm going for a shout-out. I can't see him scoring. I think I think Parsons gets his interception that he's been looking for. Yeah. Uh, I think he gets his interception and he'll he'll run it back for a pick six. Ooh, interesting, spicy. I like a spicy hey, one. Do, do knows what I'm. He knows what I'm thinking. DJ, <laughs> don't you know exactly what I'm thinking here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, then, guys. Should we uh, wrap it up on the fantasy lounge and then let everybody get? Back to yeah. their beds. Let's, 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 have one, let's have one more Shermanator. Confidence is high. <laughs> Confidence <laughs> is high. Confidence is high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is going to be something that we do every week, I think. is going to be Confidence <laughs> is high. That, that, that's that's going to be a new t-shirt now. Confidence is uh, high. Yeah, yeah. Not just America's team. And on the back, confidence is high. (laughs) 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 All right, then, guys. So play along at home is just something that we finish up with, wrap the the show up with, and then um, everybody can get to their beds or the bar or back to work. Wherever you are in the world, we'll let you get back to it. So it's very, very simple. I give you the predictive score points from NFL.com. Round the points up up or down accordingly, so it's just a single no like 0.54 or whatever and just keep it simple keep it simple if you think the score is going to be more give us a boy oh boy if you think it's going to be less it's a oh boy so we'll start off with Dak and I'll let you all shout out what you think the score whether it's going to be more or less Dak 20 fantasy points boy oh boy or oh boy I think that's pretty freaking obvious yeah boy, boy oh boy, boy. What the hell? Yeah, we all go in, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm, go- I'm gonna. 
I'm going to push on that actually because Cooper Rush is going to be in the second half. In fact, he's <laughs> going to be in the, come the second quarter. Oh, he'll be up no. 30 points anyway. So I, I'm going to say Cooper Rush is around at 15. <laughs> the only thing I, I the only thing I would say with Dak here is I think Dak is gonna maybe not as throw as much. You might see him running a bit more, but the no, Russian attack no, from no, both no, Zeke no. and, <laughs> and the, but the Russian attack from Zeke and Tony is why he's gonna pull Dak's score down. I do think he scores more than 20, though, uh, against his defense. Don't forget the, the stream passes to Zeke and Tony as well. Don't forget that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that, and you know, the swing passes, extended handoffs, if you like, yeah. yeah and the Hulk great. formation as well, you know. We'll be we'll be running from the wishbone again, so. Oh, that, yeah, was, I think, um, that, was, that was impressive, wasn't it? It's like a flying... you're, talking to a, you're talking to a guy who's a very big fan of the wishbone. <laughs> I've always been a fan of the wishbone. Um, but then again, I was also a fan of the Wildcat, so don't hold that against me. Um, <laughs> all right, Zeke, 14 fantasy points. Boy, oh, boy, or boy, oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy again, boy, oh boy. and it's not close. Yeah, I, I agree on that one. When I seen that, I thought, okay, if you're going 20 fantasy points with... Dak, I can argue that, but then you're a bit low on Zeke. So where right. are the points coming from? So, so, so what was it? Fourteen. Yeah. So when you break it down, is he would really be 140 yards and no with touchdowns. no TD? Yeah. 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 I'm going to bring be... up the point again. The Broncos' top two tacklers are safeties. I'll just bring <laughs> up that point yet again. Yes. The... There you go. There. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like so again, and, and if you want to break it down even further, if you want two touchdowns, that's twenty yards as well. Yeah. There's no way you're just going to inject Zeke in nah. just for red zone only. It's going to be a hundred plus yards and what and maybe two touchdowns. So it's yeah. going to be in the twenty plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah agree. Zeke, agree. Zeke's biggest Zeke's biggest threat is Tony Pollard, but I still think he gets over fourteen. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, All right, then. and Dog are d- totally agreeing. Boy, oh boy, definitely. I think so, too. I think it's yeah. a nice game for him. Oh, um, that, that's, a, that's a fair one. Yeah, 100 yards and two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. And, maybe maybe and one that, of them on a receiving touchdown. Oh, mm. Yeah, you know, in the, that, that sort of 10-yard swing pass, half-back wheel sort of deal over Te- there Texas route yeah. Texas yeah. route in the end yeah and swings it round perfect example uh, of why I think that can go all right Amari Cooper this is where it gets tricky 14 fantasy points mm. spot on I think that's probably spot on I yeah. I would oh, say oh, oh boy on this I think that's probably spot on mm. I'll, I'll, I'll push on it yeah yeah I think um, we're going to see a lot more Cedric Wilson in this game, to be honest. I think it's going to be the other wide receivers, and they're going to just really use Amari on these routes. Maybe on a third down, he'll mm-hmm. catch a pass and go out of bounds. Yeah, They're really trying to ease back on him in this game, which I think they'll do in a Falcons game too. They're just yeah. trying to ease back yeah. a little bit. He, yep. he, does, he does show up in the injury reports. So I'm going to agree with you, Mike. I'll go, oh boy. Yeah, but just not... to try and... It's not a criticism, though. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's not going to have a bad game or no. anything. They just want to take the, the foot off the accelerator with him a little. If you were to say um, Cooper was going to be 10 points, then I would have said, boy, oh, boy. I think it would be more than 10 points. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, okay. 
Yeah, when you think point point per reception, so you think he gets say four or five receptions, it's five already. Yeah. yeah, so the majority of the, the comments are agreeing with us as well. It's an mm. old boy, so... Just to ease back off him a yeah, little bit. Because he, he has played a lot of snaps, Amari Cooper, and he's yeah. been he's taken some punishment in that time. Uh, CD Lamb, 16 fantasy points. Again, that's actually... Just well, well, we're talking, well, we're talking, what did you see of a Michael Gallup is still on IR, isn't he? Yes. Right. He is. So the... off, he... He's, he's on. He's he's in the return mode. Yeah, we we either activate him this week or next week. Yeah, so correct. we're going to make the decision by then. Mm-hmm. Um, McCarthy said that he's he's was looking good in practice last week, but just not enough. Obviously, he's hoping it yeah. um, builds up again this week and there's yeah. potential for him. It's a it's, tricky it's one based... on the management side. What you do with him at this stage? Yeah. yeah. The reason I bring it up now is because he's going to start chipping away at, at targets for the other two. Yeah. That's why I'm talking fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. Just, it's a tricky realized, one now. I've 16 for Lamb. Um, I'm going to say, oh boy, because, okay. I, and, and DJ Doll just brought this to my attention as this comment right here. We have, we have failed to talk about Patrick Satan. He's done okay. That's but why. I know he's done okay, but I think, he, like, well, I'm not thinking, I think he will be, a, um, might actually put, but not put, uh, he'll, I'm trying to find the right words to describe it. We're not going to the only thing I will say is that he's going to be, I, I, I could see him lining up against the likes of CD Lamb, and CD Lamb against Patrick Sustain is an unfair, it's an unfair matchup. Lamb, an will, unfair will, matchup. Lamb will, will win that battle. And then if you're talking about on the other side with Amari Cooper, what we've just said, they may take the fourth, yeah, the accelerator I, with him. I don't know, man. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to visualise if I'm being perfectly honest, man. That's why I'm kind of struggling to think about it. It was just mm. that prominent. I'm like, oh Christ, I even think. No, no, they, 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 he's okay. He's doing fine. But you got to think he's a he's a rookie cornerback. And yeah. though if he's up against CD Lamb, I'm ta- I, I'm I'm taking that bet all day for CD Lamb to win that ball. So, so we're, we're yeah. so you're saying sixteen points for Lamb? Yeah. I don't know, boys. I really don't know. It's a tricky one. I'm gonna. What go are you going, Gray? I'm gonna go. Yeah, 13 or 14 points. Oh boy, 13 or 14 points isn't terrible, though. It's not, no, 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 no. Over touchdown in that. So, when you think the way that the Cowboys will issue this ball around, because you've got to take Schultz into account, uh, Jarwin, Cedric Wilson, Pollard's going to be catching passes, and don't forget as well, there's a guy that everybody keeps forgetting about is Noah Brown. Yeah, there's that as well. That guy's having a good game. Like, and do you know what's really annoying with Noah Brown? While we're talking about it, I've gone and checked that Noah Brown's had four big plays, four big plays called back because of penalties, mostly Connor Williams on holding calls. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, no, they are. That there's been like four four plays, four plays for Noah Brown of 20 yards or more that have been called back because of an offensive penalty. I'm just thinking now, like I'm more thinking towards red zone for for CD Lamb. Yeah, 
CD Lamb, you're more or less guaranteed to like, if the ball's getting thrown at him, it's going to be a touchdown pretty much. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking it's going to be very less. It's going to be less than yardage, but if he's there in the red zone, he's targeted. It's going to be a touchdown. So I'm going it's to going be touchdown dependent. I'm going to say boy oh boy. I'm I'm okay. going. I'm going boy, oh boy, because I think, you know, they will take the foot off the gas for Cooper this week. And I think, yeah, I think we, so too. We, we still had 200-yard uh, yard receivers last week, um, you know, and I think CD will be one. I think Cedric Wilson will probably be another one as well. So mm. It's just, it's hard with the Cowboys' wide receivers because... It's like, pick your poison. Yeah, you just don't know how they're going to play it, what they're going to do. Cedric Wilson throws for a touchdown. How does that mark <laughs> up on the fantasy? <laughs> do you know what I mean? The way he's going to go. But let's go to the other side. Teddy B, 15 fantasy points. Well, with him, what you were trying to mention about him with the like, completion of passes and stuff like that, but with them, with the inability to score, I think that's a, an accurate prediction for okay. Teddy. I find that's I find that's pretty much bang on bang on the back. Bang on, Gray. It's it's close. If yeah. if I was to get off the fence, I'd say, "Oh boy." Okay. I'm, yeah, actually, I'm going to change it to "Oh boy" because if there's uh, like you may have all these completions and whatever and that, but if there's a pick interception, the points go oh. back down again. So I'm yeah, say, exactly. Oh boy. Oh boy. I'm I'm all going right. oh boy. All right, then. Um, Melvin Gordon, because they seem to have this inability, Vic Fangio wants to stick with Melvin Gordon over Javante Williams for whatever reason. But there we go. That's what he's doing. 12 fantasy points. Not the way how our defensive line are playing yeah, right now. Not for me either. I'm saying that's a big over. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, if you're going to give Melvin Gordon any, like, in his best day against this D-line right now, you're talking about maybe six points. And that's without, without a touchdown. I mean, it's it's not a big target to hit. That's my only thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean he, a, a touchdown he, gets you halfway. I know. That's what I'm kind of thinking. It, it could actually happen. It could be spot on again, Graham, couldn't it? Yep. Like 60 yards and a touchdown, that's, that's 12 points. Yeah, I mean, both of the... By the way, the I've just running... watched a video on Dak in practice. The guy, the guy's fluid. He's fine. Good. Yeah. Good. Just so you know. Both both of the Denver running backs are. Oh, oh, oh Brian, thanks for the second one. All right. Uh, both of the running backs have got three hundred yards on the season rushing, and a hundred and fifty on it through the air as well. So, there. I mean, I th- I think you're probably talking about six. Six seven points, and then if they do get a touchdown, then yeah, you're maybe you're maybe over. But um, see, just put that in perspective to to Lawrence stat. Tony Pollard has more than that. Yeah, oh, back up. Yeah. <laughs> the last time we played the Broncos, and we had an extremely hard time doing this show, was when they had two players run over a hundred yards on us. And, and Zeke only had, had the eight yards or something like that. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I hated that day. So I'm they can run I'm on us. I'm gonna go, oh boy. I, I just okay. So for no, Melbourne, no Melbourne, no Melbourne, 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 Melbourne,
So for Melbourne yeah. Gordon, I did say, oh boy, but more that I think about it, receiving yards as well. Oh, you've talked him out of it, Gray. Um, <laughs> but see, that's the thing. You don't know how much Williams is going to get. This is what exactly. this is what I'm saying. Yeah, you don't, you don't have a difference maker, so you don't know who's going to get the workload. You don't know if, if Fangio's going to get a finally realise that Javante is the better running back. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I'm yeah, going to go, oh boy. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going. See, I'm reading them in. The only reason I'm say I'm sticking with Obi is that the Cowboys' defense against the run, and when you look at uh, the way like Parsons is able to take it down, that's that's my guy. That's my guy to stop the running back is, is Parsons, and he does it. He's doing it. There we go. Cortland Sutton then. 14 fantasy points. Again, that, even that's not a great number. Mm. You know, they're not setting the pole very high, are they? Which um, is good, that's why. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say boy, oh boy, because I think it's just going to be above that, I think. With all the completions that... I'm, go, I'm, go, I'm going to oh boy, I think. I think um, Judy's probably... Uh, Judy, because he's... Coming back, um, mm-hmm. he'll be somewhat under the radar, um, you know, as far as it's going. If if we've got the if we've got the depends who Diggs lines up on. If Diggs is lined up, Judy, obviously they've gone against each other day in day out at, at college. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that would almost be a, a wash. I think I think you'd probably say that they hold each other in check. Um, and then it's you know I think the the call would be that uh, Sutton would get the the the, the points, um, but I'm going I'm I'm going I'm going to push on that one I think. Yeah. <laughs> All right yeah. then. I'm going to go uh, boy oh boy simply down to junk time. Yeah. yeah that's I've, what I I've, was thinking. I've bashed. I've bashed Bridgewater. I've bashed. Uh, uh, Gordon, somebody's got to score the points. I mean, really, someone's got to do something. And I the, think he'll tip it over in garbage time. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking that mm-hmm. they're going to be they're going to do something at the end of the fourth quarter, and it, it 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 pads a bit of what's going on there. Right? Do you want me to do it that we assume Jerry's Jerry Judy's playing, or should we stick with Tim Patrick? Which way do you want to go? Um, should we say Jerry's playing? Should we go down that road? Yeah, go on. Yeah, Let's all right. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Judy. ESPN. Jerry Judy, 10 fantasy points. <laughs> First game back off injury, man, so I can see why. I mean, a 30-yard touchdown scores that. I mean that's nothing. Is he gonna get that? Is he gonna get that though on his first day back off a major injury? I'm not. He's not dead. He's not dead as much reps. That's a no. That's a they're gonna want to. They want to. They're gonna want to take it easy with him. Is my yeah, opinion. That's uh, this star. The, the, he is point. their star player. He's their star player. It's only one pass though. Oh, Valenti's went oh. boy, oh boy. All right. All right. Okay. Really? Um, oh. No, no, no. That's fine. 
I think yeah. as great as great is one pass for thirty yards and a touchdown, and that's but it's whether we're going to give up touchdowns. That's um, I'm going to go. Oh boy! Oh. I, haven't talk, I haven't talked myself into it. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> yes, that's Brian. I've gone. Oh boy! I, I just think. I just think it, 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 they're just going to want to take their time with him. I mean, imagine that was like, uh, yeah, like with Michael Gallup. Was... Like, say, say Michael Gallup comes back this week, like he does play in this game. You're not really going to want to push him too much here. Do you know what I mean? And he's not even our star wide receiver. He's a great. He's not yeah. the number one over there in Broncos. He's their number one. Yeah. He is yeah. their offense. So yeah, I, like I think they'll it. just. I liken it to the Jarvis Landry return. I think on Jarvis Landry's return, he got two receptions for 30 yeah. yards or something like that. Yeah. And that was it. Uh, you and don't want to be points. rocking the boat. Yeah. You don't want to be rocking the boat with your main man. Um, so, yes, guys, that is uh, that all neatly wrapped up. We've gone a little bit over, but I'm sure people involved aren't going to complain uh but just a very quick one paying the bills if you are going to go to a game this year like paul is make sure you book it through cowboys experience <laughs> they have game day tickets packages deals stadium tours and you even get to meet some players players if you go to their tailgate party which you will not want to miss and if you do go make sure to send us your photos and your videos and if you do decide to book as you can see use the code uk cowboys because everyone at home and you guys here, what happens when you do that? You get, you get free stuff. stuff. It ain't even that hard. It's a very simple word to say as well. To, in fact, it's only one word. It's only one word. The one word is cowboys. You and K are letters. So you're only really yeah. saying one word in two letters. It's that simple. I, I couldn't believe somebody put in the Facebook group this week. Who do I book tickets and travel packages through? Oh. And, yeah, I, 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 I was going to go, do you not watch the pod? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. But there yeah. we go. But, um, but, but, but hey, but um, yeah, I will on, be, I'll be hooking up with our sponsor, Cowboys Experience, when I'm over there. So I'll be doing some work on the side with Barry and stuff like that as well. So guys, I spoke to Barry today, actually. Yep. yep. Guys, be sure to check them out, guys. Yeah. Oh, and I will tell you that there is some deals, packages uh, that are coming out with some of the things that they're going to be doing. And they are even specifically making a package for international people. So like UK, Germany, Spain, uh, Italy, all the rest of them. Like if you are a fan outside, you will want to do it. I can't say much more right now. But there will be something that's coming out, and you can pay a membership fee. And what they will give you is, uh, yes. So we will be back on Sunday. You'll see us. If you don't have King Pass in the UK, make sure to follow the UK Cowboys play by play on Twitter. We're always there. And um, yes. That will be us. Make sure to join us then and in the group chat. Uh, but for me, that's me finished talking. I'm going to let these guys finish the show off and we'll see you all again on Tuesday. Well, you won't see me. You might not see me for a couple of weeks, not in this same scenario, but I will try and tune in uh, whenever I can. Uh, but yeah, go tail boys. Let's get this one. Let's become seven and one.
Yeah, let's let's enjoy these new helmets that we're going to be wearing this. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that too. Oh, yeah. Was it 1975? Mm. 70, 76 it was. Um, oh man, like, they look so good, man. Even with the red shirt, it looks so like yeah. that is like the um, proper American helmet by. Oh yeah, yep. yeah, for the Medal of Honor. Mm. Yep. Yes, which also reminds me, go get your poppy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well anyway that's us for this week we'll see you all again uh, on the weekend on Sunday and next week yeah, see, see you next later, time guys. later guys go tell boys <laughs>